Good morning and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where I read through the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Karen and I am your reader today. Today is Thursday, June 9th, which is also the 10th of Zifan on the Hebrew calendar. This week our Torah portion is Naso, which means to take up, and today is the fifth reading from Numbers 5, chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. Before we begin our reading, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all people through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Command the sons of Israel that they put out of the camp everyone with zara'at, everyone who has a discharge, and whoever is unclean by a corpse. You shall put both male and female outside of the camp, so that they do not defile the camp in the midst of which I dwell. The sons of Israel did so, and put them outside of the camp. So the Lord spoke to Moshe, so the sons of Israel did. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel. When a man or a woman commits any sin that men commit, so as to trespass against the Lord, and that soul is guilty, then he shall confess his sin, which he has done, and he shall make restitution for his guilt in full. Add to it the fifth part of it, and give it to him in respect of whom he has been guilty. But if the man has no kinsman to whom restitution may be made for the guilt, the restitution for guilt which is made to the Lord shall be to the Kohens. In addition to the ram of the atonement, by which atonement shall be made for him. Every heave offering of all the holy things of the sons of Israel, which they present to the Kohen, shall be his. Every man's holy thing shall be his. Whatever any man gives the Kohen shall be his. And that was Numbers chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. Now, reading from the prophets, which is going to be in Yamiahu chapter 26. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the son of Jehoshiahu, king of Yehuda, this word came from the Lord, saying, This is what the Lord says, Stand in the court of the house of the Lord, and speak to all the cities of Yehuda, which come to worship in the house of the Lord, all the words that I command you to speak to them. Do not omit a word. It may be that they will listen, and every man will turn from his evil way, that I may relent from the evil which I intend to do to them because of the evil of their doings. And you shall tell them, This is what the Lord says, If you will not listen to me, to walk in my Torah, which I have set before you, to listen to the words of my servants, the prophets whom I send to you, even rising up early and sending them, but you have not listened. Then I will make this house like Shiloh, and I will make this city a curse to all the nations of the earth. 
So the Kohanim and the prophets and all the people heard Yirmiyahu speaking these words in the house of the Lord. Now it came to pass, when Yirmiyahu had finished speaking all that the Lord had commanded him to speak to all the people, that the Kohanim and the prophets and all the people seized him, saying, You shall surely die. Why have you prophesied in the name of the Lord, saying, This house will be like Shiloh, and this city will be desolate without inhabitants. And all the people were gathered around Yamiahu in the house of the Lord. When the princes of Yehudah heard these things, they came up from the king's house to the house of the Lord. They sat in the entry of the new gate of the house of the Lord. And the Kohanim and the prophets spoke to the princes and to all the people, saying, This man is worthy of death. For he has prophesied against this city, as you have heard with your ears. Then Yirmiyahu spoke to all the princes and to all the people, saying, The Lord sent me to prophesy against this house and against this city all the words that you have heard. Now, therefore, amend your ways and your doings, and obey the voice of the Lord your God. Then the Lord will relent from the evil that he has pronounced against you. But as for me, behold, I am in your hand. Do with me what is good and right in your eyes. Only know for certain that if you put me to death, you will bring innocent blood on yourselves, on this city, and on its inhabitants. For in truth the Lord has sent me to you to speak all these words in your ears. Then the princes and all the people said to the Kohanim and to the prophets, This man is not worthy of death, for he has spoken to us in the name of the Lord our God. Then certain of the elders of the land rose up and spoke to all the assembly of the people, saying, Micah the Meshoratai prophesied in the days of Hezekiah, king of Yehuda, And he spoke to all the people of Yehuda, saying, this is what Adonai Sevaot says, Zion will be plowed as a field, and Yerushalayim will become heaps, and the mountain of the house as the high places of the forest. Did Hezekiah king of Yehuda, and all Yehuda put him to death? Did he not fear the Lord and entreat the favor of the Lord, and the Lord relented of the disaster which he had pronounced against them? We would commit great evil against our own souls that way. And there was also a man who prophesied in the name of the Lord, Uriah the son of Shemaiah, a Kiryath Yarim. And he prophesied against this city and against this land according to all the words of Yamiahu. And when Jehoiakim the king, with all his mighty men, and all the princes heard his words, the king sought to put him to death. But when Uriah heard it, he was afraid, and fled, and went into Egypt. Then Jehoiakim the king sent men to Egypt, Elinathan the son of Achvor, and certain men with him into Egypt. And they fetched Uriah out of Egypt, and brought him to Jehoiakim the king, who killed him with the sword, and cast his dead body into the graves of the common people. But the hand of Akam the son of Shaphan was with Yirmiyahu, so that they did not give him into the hand of the people to put him to death.
That was Jeremiah, or Yamiahu, chapter 26. Now I'm reading from the writings, which will be from Job 35. Then Elihu answered and said, Do you think this to be your right, or do you say my righteousness is more than God's? That you ask, what advantage will it be to you? What profit will I have more than if I had sinned? I will answer, and your companions with you. Gaze at the heavens, and see, and behold the clouds which are higher than you. If you have sinned, what effect do you have against him? If your transgressions are multiplied, what do you do to him? If you are righteous, what do you give him? Or what does he receive from your hand? Your wickedness may hurt a man as you are, and your righteousness may profit a son of man. By reason of multitude of oppression they cry out. They cry for help by reason of the arm of the mighty. But no one says, Where is God my Maker, who gives song in the night, who teaches us more than the beasts of the earth, and makes us wiser than the birds of the heavens? There they cry, but no one answers, because of the pride of evil men. Indeed, God will not hear vanity, neither will Shaddai regard it. How much less when you say you do not see him. The cause is before him, and you wait for him. But now, because he has not visited in his anger, neither does he greatly regard arrogance. Therefore Job opens his mouth with empty talk, and he multiplies words without knowledge. That was Job chapter 35. Now to our final reading for today, which comes from the Apostolic Writings. We'll be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 1 through 19. Follow after love and earnestly desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, but to God. For no one understands, but in the Ruach he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks to men for their edification, exhortation, and consolation. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the assembly. Now I wish that you all spoke in tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he is greater who prophesies than he who speaks in tongues." unless he interprets, so that the assembly may be built up. But now, brothers, if I come to you speaking with tongues, what would I profit you unless I speak to you either by way of revelation, or of knowledge, or of prophesying, or of teaching? Even things without life, giving a voice, whether pipe or harp, if they do not give a distinction in the sound, how would it be known what is piped or harped? For if the shofar gave an uncertain sound, who would prepare himself for war? So also you, unless you utter by the tongue words easy to understand, how would it be known what it is spoken? For you would be speaking into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of sounds in the world, and none of them is without meaning. If then I do not know the meaning of the sound, I would be to him who speaks a foreigner, and he who speaks would be a foreigner to me. 
So also you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, seek that you may abound to the building up of the assembly. Therefore, let him who speaks in the other language pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in another language, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Otherwise, if you bless with the Spirit, how will he who feels the place of the unlearned say the Amen? At your giving of thanks, seeing he does not know what you say. For you most certainly give thanks well, but the other person is not built up. I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. However, in the assembly, I would rather speak five words with my understanding that I might instruct others also than ten thousand words in another language. That was 1 Corinthians 14, verses 1 through 19. If you're reading through the apostolic writings twice this year's cycle, You'll also be reading Mark chapter 10, verses 32 through 52. Before we conclude today, we do have a prayer request that um, had been sent in. We were asked to pray for the friend of the person who sent this request in. Uh, A dear friend has a seven-week-old baby boy who it has been discovered has two heart defects that will require surgery. So they ask if we could pray for this little boy and his parents and also the surgical and medical team. And of course that God's will would be done. Well, may the Lord bless you ladies as you continue about your day. And until next time, this is Karen from Israel wishing you shalom as you go about your day.